0: Here's a question we get a lot. What resources does Connection have to support customer needs? Well, the short answer is plenty. From cloud to workplace transformation to security, we've got it. And we've got the experienced team members and many services and solutions available to help businesses and teams in all verticals and of all sizes. Now, the full answer I'm going to give our business development team a chance to address on this episode of Tech Experience. James Hilliard with all of you. Let's get into it. All right, folks, really pumped up to chat with members of our business development team. These BDMs, they're sales folks that are out in the field. They get on site. They work with customers to help solve technology and business challenges. And they are masters at connecting with and bringing to bear all of Connection's resources to help customers, again, solve those pressing technology and business challenges out there. What we're doing today is we are actually recording this in front of the entire BDM team. So we've got about 30-plus members on in. This is during a company-wide kickoff and training event here at Connection. The team is led by Brian Chandler. He's the director of business development. And then Derek Olson also on board. He is the manager of business development. You'll be hearing from both of them later on in this chat. There are also three team members, BDM's John Maslanek on board. We also have national BDM, Brian McGuffin. And I'm gonna start things off with senior BDM, Laura Belinsky. And Laura really wanna start answering some of the questions here in the main one, right? What resources does Connection have to support customers? And I want to focus on customers to kick things off. I know one of the first things you do is you really want to learn who your customer is, what they're about, and then develop a relationship with them and start understanding some of their pain points they're experiencing. How do you start that
1: process?
2: I think it's all about uh, establishing comfort level with the customer and trust right out of the gate. And I can do that by giving examples of how I've helped others and uh, just trying to really make sure the customer understands that I'm in this to understand what their struggles are. It's not about me. It's about them.
0: But I'm assuming it's not going in there and saying, hi, I'm Laura. So what are your problems? Because that's the biggest way to turn off a customer because you need to know something about them going in.
2: Absolutely. So it's very important to have done research uh, as we work with our inside account manager, stakeholders and other resources within the business. We need to make sure we have as much baseline information about the customer. So maybe we have a clue um, what they're struggling with so we can ask the right questions that can help generate that conversation. Again, making the customer feel comfortable to share that.
0: What's your favorite place to go and get information about a new customer that you're learning and looking to grow a relationship with?
2: Their website, I would say. Um, there, There is a multitude of places that I do go. Um, also, working with my inside account manager partner who maybe has that baseline information. That's real-time experience and info that I can collect and gather and maybe ask questions.
0: Brian, I know you lean on the internal team a lot as well, getting that initial kind of uh, landscape of what are their challenges? Where have they been? All that background is something you work on a lot.
3: Yeah, absolutely. We have to make moves and counter moves. And sometimes we don't have the playbook uh, to make those counter moves. So we're exercising muscles that um, you've read or you've heard from peers or you've taken from past performance and past experiences. uh, The inside teams oftentimes have that base layer foundation of knowledge to tap in on and get brought up to speed and perform your own discovery. Uh, So when you find yourself in front of uh, a mutual customer, uh, you're prepared and and there's nothing to fear when, of course, you are prepared and well prepared. So the insight is is paramount to learning that foundation. Like Laura said as well.
0: John, I, the website, right? Great place. Uh, news feed. See if that company's been in the news for any reason. Uh, I know folks have gone through uh, quarterly filings, things like that. I want to know from you, John. Unique experience either you had or someone else you know on our BDM team where they did something that was just like, wow, where did you get that information? It was a unique place that they were able to uncover some information about a customer.
4: Um, It's funny that you mentioned uh, quarterly filings, 10Ks, 8Ks. Uh, That's my background. So uh, when I go in to look at a a customer specifically, I I do like to understand the business that they're in. um, And I like to understand what's driving their business. And for me, uniquely, sometimes I can go and kind of delve that uh, or delve into uh, their, their financials. So um, for me specifically, that, that's a great example of, of where I like to look. Um, others that I know of, again, speaking from the inside out motions that we do have, uh, we, we have some nice uh, resources internal uh, that, that we sub- subscribe to. So uh, there are other areas within the organization, not, not just your LinkedIn's or other maybe social media type um, areas, but credible resources uh, within the company.
0: Laura, I want to come back to you. The the state that we find ourselves in now, 2022, you've done your research. You go out there, you're talking to some of your customers. Where is it that you're finding they really want to hear from a solutions provider like Connection? They want to hear from someone like you on where you can help them. Where are some of the universal pain points that you're hearing?
2: The number one pain point right now is supply chain. What can you do to help me ease this terrible pain that I have around supply chain? That's the number one uh, talk track these days. There are many others that are very important, but that's that's a big one. And we have a, a good solution for that.
0: Well, then for now, because it is so front and center, we hope it's going to be easing up. But my uh, feeling is, even if you're listening to this, folks, and it's like November 2022 we may still have been dealing with some supply sure. chain issues this whole year. That That's really what the uh, prognostication is out there. So what are some areas then that we are helping folks overcome that? Because basically uh, this is a transactional thing, but it's, we need stuff and we need it now, but it's hard to get now. So how is connection getting stuff now?
2: Yes. Again, great questions. And, and I agree completely with you. Um, I I don't see an end in sight Tomorrow, next month, next quarter, there is going to be pain throughout this year and who knows how long. None of us can answer that. But what we've done for customers and and many customers, not, not just myself, but a lot of folks on the inside and this business development team as well, is to understand those customers who have project rollouts they have standards they know they have a certain allocation of product that they're needing in a quarter or a six month or annual basis and we're able to work with these customers to understand those requirements leverage our relationships with the manufacturers and plan ahead we used to plan ahead on a monthly quarterly basis now we're looking ahead 12 months in some cases so we can bring stock and inventory as it's available into our TIDC, Technology Integration and Distribution Center in Wilmington, Ohio.
4: And James, one thing to add, this is John again. I think Laura hit a great point with regards to our relationships in the field with the partners that we work with. Those relationships in communicating supply chain constraints, um, it's direct communication with our manufacturers. and, And I think that partnership has been paramount to some success. And um uncovering what the supply chain really does look like. Brian, let me
0: come back to you because Laura brought up the word pain and we're out there. We want to start. We, we say it all in the industry. Hey, we want to solve the customer's pain point. Um, pain point isn't just getting those 250 machines. Brian, there can be personal pain. There can be a very stressed out customer that you're working with maybe because a boss is not understanding maybe there are some quarterly financial goals and maybe that group's not getting hit where so there's a personal level so besides just looking at hey i can get you this at this time i gotta believe knowing who you are you're out there also talking to customers about what it's like for them what experience they're going through and how do you walk them through that on the personal side of you wanting to connect with that individual that's a fantastic question.
3: Um I was fortunate to sit in a symposium last year uh, towards the end of last year and for so many months from so many of our vendors we heard uh chip constraints and supply chain and it's going to ease up sooner than later. Uh the perspective that I gained out of this unique symposium uh with a customer in Chicago Uh, Was It was so much more. The story was so much more. This particular presenter uh, started speaking about the Suez Canal and started speaking about the country uh, of Vietnam that was shut down and how COVID was impacting some of the largest uh, ports in the country and how ports of origin and countries of origin for raw materials were impacting supply chain. So so above and beyond just this story of chip constraints, when I relate to customers and I bring this story and we all bring these stories, it, it's more of a personal, did you know? Let me share this commercial insight that I learned. And all of a sudden you, you have an aha moment with, with your customer that, builds those connectors, that builds that, wow, um, you're in the know. And and I appreciate that story. And I can relate to that story. And hey, I ordered a refrigerator for for my home renovation project. Or hey, I I ordered something on that personal level. And you can just kind of take that conversation one or two notches up. Um, So connecting on that personal level, I feel like when you bring additional stories, everyone has a similar story. When you bring that additional um, commercial insight to the table, it builds those connectors. Uh, James?
0: Laura, you know, we, we associate, uh, we do our research, we're able to point to, okay, this is where my customer's having some challenge. Um, one of the things that we have talked about as a company here at Connection recently, kicking off 2022, is there's a lot of information about out there. And sometimes we need to just like breathe and process the information instead of just reacting. So a customer might say, man, I need some product now, and I might need a little service rolled into it here. And can I assume that you're not just jumping in there and saying, well, great, here's my list. Uh, Go ahead. Let's uh, get the order in and put in the skis. And you're saying, okay, let me think about it for a second. Let me figure out the best plan, not only now, but also then moving forward. Talk about how you start uh, imagining what resources you can pull in from the rest of Connection to really make an impact on the customer, not just get them a box or two.
2: My individual process is to initiate the conversation uh, with the customer, with my inside account manager, partner and possibly some relevant uh resources that are going to help uh with solutions and we funnel right we start at the the top of the conversation make sure that we lay out what the issues and concerns and pain points are we verify those And then we talk about, I talk about examples of how I've helped other customers solve these same kinds of problems. Because there's two different things we can bring to bear. We can bring to bear a solution as we understand it that exists within the walls of connection, whatever practice area that is, whether it's services, hardware, software, the like. Or we can also give examples, and I think that's more powerful, where we can parallel. I've heard this before. I've seen it before. You're not the only one. And let me just share with you how we brought a solution together. And so I kind of sketch that out, give an example, and then this customer starts saying, "Oh, that could really help. That could solve my problem. Tell me more." So that's kind of how I initiate. And then and then we draw talking about a funnel. We draw down into now the next call. We don't boil the ocean in one call. Um we have subsequent discussions on a, you know, 45-hour long basis, uh, making sure that we don't give too much information we come to the next call with, now here is the solution for your specific request.
0: With that, Derek, I want to jump over to you for a second, because as one of the leaders of this BDM team, you do have deep relationships with all the other leaders of the other groups here at Connection. You have relationships with those on product management, the partners out there as well, um, which allows then your BDMs to also bring to bear other people into some of those discovery meetings. And sometimes uh, as I know, you know, Laura might be on a meeting and she might have two or three other people just kind of sitting in listening and it could uncover some opportunities just by saying, oh, we've got an architect here. He just was kind of hanging out. I thought I'd bring him around. Talk a little bit about how there's so many resources this team can bring to the customers.
5: I appreciate that, James. And yeah, the words that I've heard this morning already are relationships, build connectors and listen. And I I think, and then it really ties into kind of what the company's been going through this whole challenger message as well. You can hear some of the messaging inside of that um, from Laura and others about how we're trying to bring a different level of conversation to our customers, maybe differently than we did five, six, seven, eight years ago. But importantly, I think that is the role of um, the field sales team, I mean, the, the BDM teams, they are supposed to be that field general bring in specific resources, be a good listener, um, and 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 bring a different uh, conversation level to the customer that you might not be able to bring if you're just handling that conversation over the phone, right? I mean, when Laura goes on site or when John goes on site or any of the BDMs, for that matter, when they go on site and they have those conversations, they're really developing that relationship and showing the customer the level of uh, depth of uh, resources that Connection has, as well as sort of our interest in their business. And I think that's the most key. The the most successful relationships that I've seen that Connection has with their customers is really built on the foundation of, you know, the, the, the deep level connections and multiple levels of touch points. And I think that um, uh, our teams certainly help in those environments.
0: John, there are... I'm assuming and this is, is a question, so I'm not going to uh, know every single customer you've gone out to. But can I assume without looking too silly that you get out there sometimes and folks still are saying, I didn't know you all had that capability. I thought I was just getting some laptops from you, but you're saying you can help me with licensing. You're telling me you can help me with my. Uh, is that still something that you come across almost weekly, monthly, daily? Don't say daily.
4: Uh, It's funny. In in my tenure at Connection, James, and thank you for the question, um, it's become more and more, oh, I see Connection now as a solution-oriented company. Um, When I first started, we were a a different name, and and people knew us by that name, and people thought of us as selling commodities. Um, And so that conversation uh, has shifted a little bit, I'd, I'd say, since my earlier days to where it is now. But yes we absolutely still come across that in the field of as brian mcguffin would say the aha moment Um, i did not know you guys did that Um, and i think that just to to attest to what laura was saying when we're out there when we're meeting with customers and we're talking about um, anything from you know wi-fi network infrastructure through their data centers they'll sit there and say wow i didn't know you had such a nice deep bench of technical folks that sit behind you um, that really you can collaborate with, and so I think kind of tying back to that whole collaboration piece is something that creates those aha moments for our customers when we, when we meet with them. Brian, yeah, j- just an add-on
3: uh, to the question that uh, you posed to Derek, and the the similar theme that both Laura and John have referenced of um, well, our, our theme from from this uh, Connection Live, better, stronger together. Um, a pro tip. From my perspective uh, in life and definitely in uh, my connection career, understanding the process and trusting uh, the players. And I'm, I'm not just focusing from a sales perspective, but it's such a key element in a big theme picture to understand pre-sales, ISAs and SA's, um, how to leverage and, and how they operate moving through our post sales and our practice directors moving through uh our pmo organization I- incredible what they have to bring to the table navigating um the life cycle services and when you have a project and you're handing it off uh, to a life cycle team uh, 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 a term that we use a lot is this interagency communication and understanding forwards and backwards, the if it's a statement of work or if it's how we're handing off a project or if it's how we're kicking off a project, ensuring that everyone's on the same page, singing from the same hymn book, again, better, stronger together, is where I have personally experienced the most success. And I will say without a doubt, um, a big component of what the BDM team does in it from the top down. Uh, we are those field generals. We have to navigate and be able to navigate uh, from executive chairs uh, through, uh, you know, folks in the trenches. And just wanted to add on, you know, my pro tip, the better we know all of those processes. And, it, and it's a time it's a time thing. You, you learn them over time. The better we know all those processes, uh, the more and most successful I personally been uh, here at Connection and in my career.
0: And Brian, I want to come back into the idea of where, uh, you know, Laura had said, hey, you know, I'm listening to you, the customer. Hey, I've experienced that from other customers as well. How often do you find a customer, Brian, is willing to talk to another customer to share a little bit about the experience that they had working uh, with you or working with a partner or how a solution uh, came to work for them, or maybe why they chose one solution over another. Is that something you're able to utilize because of the trust that you build with your your current customer base?
3: Yeah, that's an interesting dynamic uh, James, good question as well. I'd have to weigh that for a second. You know, we've been fortunate to have strong past performance. Uh, we all have our, our key customers that we incubate, that we nurture, that we grow. When we have the opportunity to put them in front of another customer or make that ask, will you sit in front of another customer? Uh, we really have to mold that conversation. We have to understand you know, what might be important to the new client and uh brief our existing clients so when it happens it's a special thing it's it's few and far in between you know a few times a year we're we're getting great references uh on some of our larger services projects but it's a delicate dance um and when we do achieve that it's it's nice to see oftentimes we'll set it up on the front side and we'll depart the call to to have no bias uh, on that conversation And uh, and then we learn the feedback from the backside. Oftentimes uh, it's very, very positive. So uh, it's a it's a delicate dance. It's a real special thing when you can when you can coordinate those meetings, uh, but good to try to make happen.
2: Yeah, to piggyback that, Brian, great information. Absolutely agree with you. A little bit different perspective and and some add-on there in regards to customer references. Two things I would like to say. Um, One of my clients that I've had uh, for a couple, three years now is so pleased and we've been so pivotal as a connection team uh, to the success of their organization that they are thrilled when we ask. If if they'll talk to other customers when we have new customers wanting to do the same or talk about credibility. Do we keep our promises? Do we do what we say we're going to do? So that's wonderful to have watched that relationship progress to the point where they almost raise their hand before you ask and they're always there. Uh, when when we do uh, use that invitation. The second thing I wanted to say very briefly is I think of another client who is a 20 a year client of connection who had the same account manager for that whole period of time until just recently when that person happened to move on for a, a career step. But still, coming together as the resources talk about better together we don't miss a beat we uh take over the national healthcare care development manager business development manager jennifer johnson myself the new account manager we've surrounded that client with the same kind of service that they've experienced for two decades and and when we did have those on-site um uh, tech summits that 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 director was willing to stand up in front of all of our customers and talk about their experience with connection and why they do business with us so those kinds of things to me are so satisfying because it says that we're doing our job right by the customer
4: job the the one thing i would like to add to this too um is vertical specialization Um, so i know that when we're talking about the the wins that we've had or the the recreating the awesomeness that we've done for other customers and understanding kind of their commercial insights at connection, our vertical specializations, especially when I think of healthcare, um, and we're out meeting with uh, different healthcare settings, it's just it goes to show kind of what we have kind of in our back pocket with regards to those verticals and um, what we can bring to bear. Because Brian or Laura might have a, a, a an interesting case where they were dealing with a hospital out in Michigan or or somewhere else around the country that I can then recreate that with uh, a customer here in Colorado or a hospital here in Colorado to really talk and articulate as to why that solution worked well for said hospital, um, you know, and then, and then bring in the, the folks that are really smart behind me, like our, our national BDM, Jen Johnson can sit there and talk around in circles around me about how great that uh, some of these things are, and then bring specialists in that are specific to healthcare.
5: And that, and, and that really ties into uh, building that trust, right? I mean, when we bring specialists like Jen Johnson into an account, um, we get more trust with the the end user because they see us as valuable uh, resources, right? We bring that in. And if they trust us and we trust them, James, you said it, that's how we get them to tell stories to other customers about how good we are um, or um, we, we see customers who are willing to do testimonials. We see customers that are willing to go on stage for corporate events. We see customers who are willing to talk about their experiences with connection on um, how their business has changed and our involvement in their change. Um, and that's the true partnership that we seek when we're having these meetings with customers. Right? It's, it's to be different. It's to show our customers that we're not like other resellers in the channel. We have a different process. We have different relationships. And we're building on a much different foundation. And, that, and I really, truly believe that foundation is on trust and partnership.
0: Laura, i going to ask you a question here. It's setting up a conversation to continue talking about trust here. Here's the question, Laura. Could you, Laura design a new data center from the ground up? Greenfield data center. Could you design a fully operational data center by yourself?
2: Absolutely not. (laughs) Never, (laughs)
0: ever. The reason I ask is then we have our technical teams, right? You have to then trust them You have to know that you've discovered where a pain point is, but you also know when you need to step away and turn the trust over to these internal technologists to really now run with it and know that they're going to land your customer in a better place down the road.
2: You're absolutely correct, and this resonates to a comment that Brian McGuffin had made earlier. We have to understand the process as business development, relationship managers, field generals, uh, what Brian said, uh, the coordinator. We really need to understand inside and out high level how to articulate our ability to solution these kinds of problems, but we Never ever could be all of that, you know, one inch wide and 10 inches deep, right? We have to trust and utilize and understand our resources so we can make for a smooth transition and a trusted handover to those partners within our organization who can, you know, help us segue and 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 architect that solution for the customer successfully.
0: One of the last things I got about five minutes or so, and I want to see if almost everyone can chew on this. And and Brian Chandler has been with us as well, and he helps lead uh, this whole team. And so, Brian, I am going to come to you in a a moment or two for uh, kind of some final vision thoughts. But I want to go uh, around the table uh, with with everyone that we've been chatting with and Laura, maybe start with you. One of the things that I learned when I began working with Connection Team 14 years ago, um, and I think more recently, six, seven years ago, uh, learning more about the BDM team, is it is about the personal relationships. And I've been seeing that grow with our partners. There's a much more focus and people realize there has to be more focus on building those relationships. That's how things work. Look, we're a sales organization. You are out there in the field selling things, Laura, and ultimately you have, you know, bills to pay and you have things you want to spend on yourself and all that, but, but that's not your motivation to go out there. So that's what I want to spend about five minutes on is what is your goal? When you do engage with, whether it's one of your customers from you know five years that you've been growing and, and uh, know a lot about, or it's a newer customer, what is one of your top goals to get that customer uh, to experience? And it, it's not to, for them to buy something, but, but what do you ultimately want your customers experiencing having worked with you and the rest of the Connection team?
2: I love that question so much because I think about it every single day um of course who doesn't need to get paid and like money and all of that but that is not my number one motivation my motivation is my customer satisfaction and their trust and the fact that they look at me and rely on connection and my resources and our team as part of their organization and 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 pivotal in their success so the fact that we can stand out as individuals but also collectively to differentiate ourselves set ourselves apart from the competition because after all that's what it's really about it's people ask all the time what well, yeah, this guy can do it that guy can do it what's different about connection and, and your team. It's about the people and it's about the trust and it's about making sure we put the customer first and everything then comes full circle and we're all successful together. So it's making my customer trust in our relationship and and making them successful and happy. Those are my goals. John?
4: Very similar to what Laura just said. It's customer success. And I think that, I mean, look, I, I'm from the West here. I am born and raised in Colorado. I know that Our customers out here love to be able to shake a hand. They love to be able to see and and know who they're working with. And I think that there's no better way to earn trust than to do business together. I know that from my partner network out here through my customer network out here that we can earn trust that way. And that allows us to then become consultants and it gives us that consultative, consultative approach. We become trusted advisors for our customers and ultimately that sets them up for success. So boiled down, Customer success is what I'm passionate about here in the field. Brian, so it's a really uh, impactful question. You know,
3: I like customers to uh, see my relentless commitment um, when they come to me for that first question, for that second question. Uh, I pride myself on having some sort of answer and making sure I get back to them with a subject matter expertise in tow. Uh, or I have gone out and researched the answer myself. Uh, So relentless commitment. I need them to know, and we excel when they do know. They can reach out to me uh, day or night, sometimes at fault, uh, and know they have their guy, their person, their person they can lean on. So so customers do business oftentimes with people, uh, and when they know they have that person, uh, that's a big part of it trust, the uh, experience, um, all these terms that we've spoke about, Uh, for me, it's just relentless commitment, accountability. Uh, They know where I'm at. They know they can count on me.
0: Fewer deeper truths, Brian, I think in uh, the sales world of people do business with people. It's not a business buying from a business. It's people with people. And if you can do the people thing, you can be successful. And if you look at transactional, you look at, I need to get that new truck. I need that new fishing gear. I need to, I'm just doing a thing here. That is not uh, gonna cut it. Derek, some comments there, and then we are going to go to your, uh, your man, Brian Chandler for some final thoughts here. But Derek, uh, uh, thoughts here on what you, uh, as someone who helps guide this team, really want customers feeling once they've interacted with Laura. And with Brian and with John and everyone else out there.
5: Well, I mean, I think you can see it from their passion and what they say. And, and my job specifically is to enable them to do their jobs with this as minimal roadblocks as humanly possible. That's number one. And then the second piece is to provide that secondary level of support for them. So when if if Laura and I or John and I or Brian, and I are in front of a customer, they know that um, and I say this often is I work for them. Right. My job is to support them so that when they're with the customer, they feel like they have the person able to make the decision. Right. It's not this uh, hierarchy of decision making. It's the person in front of them is going to help so that we really, really stress that hard from a from a field standpoint is we enable our frontline uh, salespeople and our BDMs to actually have the power to to make decisions and to and to lead and create that level of trust so that they know that's the person they can go to. Um, that's, That's the most important thing.
0: And Brian Chandler, I know that you feel that you work for Derek. And you work for everyone else on this team. And one of the other things I wanted you to comment on, Brian, as well, is the longevity of the relationships, especially in the last couple of years. There have been a lot of turnover in the industry. We're dealing with the great resignation and all. This BDM team is pretty much still core. uh, and, And that's important, not only for you all to trust and work with each other, but for the customers to trust. that I do have a Laura to go to. I can reach out to Brian again. Although Brian needs to put his phone on. Do not disturb a little bit more. Probably is what it sounds like, uh, self-admitted there. Uh, but, but Brian, uh, take a moment there and and just talk about those ideas.
1: Yeah. Well, first off, I just want to, I think the big differentiators for us at Connection it is, is really is our people and the collaborative approach that that we take, um, and we truly are looking for long term relationships with our customers, just as we have our tenure level within the BDM team and with our AMs, the tenure level is is just uh, off the charts and but but i feel really good i go i date back to the late 80s when we started and it was all about you know the just giving that world-class customer experience and and we want that long-term relationship with those customers and we're not just helping them with a solution today we want to try to understand what they're trying to accomplish and what their goals are and get their business outcomes and to take care of those and if we do that um, i think the ultimate goal for us is that we want our customers to always view us As an extension of their company. And if we've done that, then we've done our job. And I think that's the ultimate thing is that the goal and the wish for all of our team members, whether BDMs or AMs or any connection employees, again, have our customer view us as an extension of the company, not a a vendor, but we are truly one of them.
0: Hey, Brian, really nicely said there. And folks, great point for us to kind of wrap on down. Really hope this chat gave you some insights into how our BDM team does work and bring all of those resources that Connection has to the table to help support customers. This team and the entire Connection family, always happy to chat. So you can reach out a couple of different ways. Connection.com. You can also reach us via telephone 800-800-0014-800. As for this Tech Experience podcast, as always, please like, share, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. With that, we wish you all a great day. Be safe, be well. We do look forward to talking to you all down the road.